Between August 2019 and August 2020, a lot changed for me. I ended a relationship I had been in since I was 18. I finished a 14-year swim career and experienced not being on a team for the first time since I was five. COVID hit and I watched all my friends suddenly scatter. I graduated, moved home for the summer, then came back to Oberlin to start my new job. So even though I was returning to a place I had lived in for four years, I did so with a hollow pit in my stomach because it felt like I had spent the past year shedding every piece of what made Oberlin home. It was with this feeling that I walked to my new apartment one late summer evening and met my new housemates Liz and Lucy. Seeing the half-built porch and faded blue siding of our funny little house did nothing to quell my anxiety, but I signed the lease, collected my key, and walked up the stairs into our new home. Lucky for me, the inside of our house is in much better shape than the outside, and, by some even greater miracle, it turns out Liz and Lucy are pretty much the perfect friends to be around when you're in the middle of a pandemic and also an existential crisis. They're not really the kind of people who try to make lemonade when life gives them lemons. Instead, they're much more likely to make some kind of homemade lemon cake complete with decadent frosting and a perfectly executed garnish. In fact, I'm pretty sure Lucy actually has a stash of lemon peels in our fridge that she plans to candy or pickle or otherwise salvage and turn into something wonderful. This is the way our house works. Sourdough bread is constantly coming out of the oven, there is always a knitting project tucked in the corner by a chair, and every week new plants are set to propagate on the windowsill. All thanks to Liz and Lucy. But before we settled into all of that, I wanted to know what Liz and Lucy's first impressions were when we moved in together. I am thinking about how I feel like in almost all of my living situations and just life, I'm just like sort of solitary, just like forge my own path. And I think I was really struck um, starting to live here, how Sarah was always like, was like part of a community and wanting to like make things, like do things together. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, that's so different from what I That I wanted to. to do things with you guys? <laughs> kind of like or it'd be like um yeah it'd be like I don't know like do we want to go to the farmer's market right now I'd be like yes totally. like, that's such a nice way of phrasing it I, I, like yeah I was used to again doing things alone which has been nice not to do right now this year as much and Lucy um I don't know. I don't think I I, I think you're I think you are still a mystery to me and <laughs> I think that's so awesome. So yeah, just continually a mystery. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised by that answer actually. It does fascinating. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. No. Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I would have said like you're equally an enigma. I don't know, you're always off doing something. But I think, like, yeah, you're just, like, a very steady person. I say that in an enigma, but, like, you have a very steady kind of habits of, like, waking up or different things like that. So I feel like living with you, that was a first impression of, like, oh, wow. Like, there are these, like, restful periods in your day that were really nice to observe. Yeah. For both of you, it would be, like, like patterns, like, noticing Mm -hmm. different... Yeah, different, like, rhythms, because I feel like <laughs> you two of the house of the most polar opposite. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I yeah. think too. I agree with that. Interesting. <laughs> and standing somewhere in the middle, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't even know what the polar opposite thing means, but I resonate with it. I agree, I guess. I mean, I think, like, on a structural level of, like, yeah. night owl versus early bird yeah, or, like, things like that. Yeah. 
Sarah, I would have said my first impression of you was like, yeah, similarly, just really non-pressuring invitations, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like organized. Yeah. Like, I felt like for Liz, it was like, oh, like we end up doing things together because Liz just happens to be cooking and then like suddenly she's making dinner for everybody and you're like, how about if I cook tonight? Yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, like a having plan. a plan. Yeah. And like we get to anticipate it and it's like really fun and like yeah, you like you structured our weeks and our days so that there were things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, which is really nice. That's so interesting <laughs> to hear because I feel like my first impression of both of you was I was like, wow, they have their lives together so much more <laughs> than me. And I feel like you guys have so many skills that I'm like, where did you learn that? And how did you have time to do that? And I just don't know how to do so many of the things that you do. I don't know. You guys are just like so good at making things and doing things and sort of the, I feel like there's negative connotations to calling it like homemaking, but you're both so good <laughs> at making really beautiful meals and bread and mending sweaters. And there's all yeah. of these things going on that I love being around like all of those little details that I've never been around including my family and anyone else I've lived with like it's I've never met people who do those things and you both do them and so that's that's really interesting to me um yeah they're just all of these habits and skills and ways of doing things that are really lovely and I'm also like I don't think I will ever <laughs> know how to do that or be patient enough to like learn that um but yeah I like that we're all different yeah. but we seem to get along and you both kindly put it the other night we all bring different things to the table but I feel yeah, like we really have learned true. a lot from each other and yeah. each other's habits it's been so fun living with people who I didn't know super well before that's been so I really love that yeah. And I really echo that I feel like I learned yeah. from both of you. And like... I'm learning Lucy. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lucy's still an enigma. <laughs> That's actually sort of my next question, which is that living with people during quarantine is very different than any other time because typically if I were to move in with people I didn't know that well, even if we got along, I always in the past have spent a lot of time outside of my house yeah. and out with people, and I feel like that maybe would have been true where we got along, but it we wouldn't have spent a ton of time together. But with COVID, I see you guys more than anyone else, and we're kind of the only people we can do things yeah. inside with, especially. Um, so what has that been like, living with people during quarantine who you didn't know super well before? I mean, I'm thinking particularly of the winter, because I think that's when, not only was it kind of the moment when, like, as the seasons were changing, we were, like, actually getting to know each other. Yeah, that's um, But it was also the time when we were just really locked down. And I think all, like, probably at our unhappiest for this year, where I think it actually became so much the highlight of this year to have you guys and to, like, be able to get to know you in a really, like, unexpected way of, I think, there were there's so many other things you can anticipate about this year and about staying in Oberlin. And especially during COVID, like meeting people from your own class that you didn't really know is not one of them. Um, so having that kind of unexpected yeah. thing was really nice. Yeah, and I'm still trying to piece together how much, at least I, like relied on you guys during that time. Yeah. Because it, that, kind of that social unit being part of like the living situation, I think made those things seem really natural. 
um, in a way that's maybe it's like, oh, looking back it with a little bit more time, I'll be like, oh my God, like that was actually like my entire support system during that time. Yeah. We just have our little world over here. That's definitely what I think, like more than any other living situation or social situation or year ever of my life, except like my actual family now that I think about it. But um, like it really feels that way, actually. Yeah, I think it's funny one time, I Lucy, I ran into you at Ben Franklin and I think we've all experienced where running into each other unplanned out in the world is just so bizarre because it's not something that happens anymore and yeah you're still reacting. It was so awkward. (laughs) It was just like right in the tech aisle of Ben Franklin's and I was like looking at earbuds or whatever and Sarah came and I just freaked. (laughs) Even though we live together we go to Ben Franklin together all the time or we've gone before yeah. Yeah, and I did, like didn't know what to say to you. It's just like I don't know, and you you didn't I don't think pick up on how weird that was. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really awkward. It definitely does feel like its own little world over here, though. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that, and I think that's what's been interesting is we share so many commonalities of our current day to day lives, even though we didn't know each other super well before. And I think that really helped build common ground. But yeah, I guess sort of going back to the first impression question too, I felt so out of my depths in the fall and I feel like it was a huge transition for everyone. Um, But I think a lot of the habits and patterns of life I have now were not ones that I ever had before this year. And so it's really interesting that you all have gotten to know me in that way. Yeah, do you feel like you had a similar transition or how's the transition to being in Oberlin but not going to school here for you both? Hmm. I. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> actually so fitting. <laughs> oh yeah, I spent the summer here before, like fully from graduating to moving in here, and that was really helpful because I also like started this job that I'm doing right now. Then, um, and it was a very gradual way to start living this way in this place, and having spent quarantine here too. So I don't think there was a huge amount of transition for me. Also, because I spent a lot of time in this house last year. Yeah. Just like a lot of weird um, things that remain consistent. Like the logistics and the feeling around me feel pretty consistent. And I came back from spending like a, the longest time I've spent at home with my parents in years. So I think I was just really ready to kind of be, be here and yeah. be back. Yeah, the independence and, like, the the kind of the freedom to make my own schedule and, like, negotiate that with people in a really different way than you can at home. I, it was just, like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is the time for that. I was thinking about that, like, where we're all coming from and, like, getting, like, getting glimpses of that. And I do think about that for you, Sarah, because, like, it does seem like you had the biggest, (laughs) the biggest, like, shift. I don't know you just have like your whole swim team and like hearing all about that it's like such a different experience having been a student um where I think like the way I felt as a student is not that wildly different from how I feel now but like I'm so much happier with where I'm living and like the free time I have that like it's really just been kind of improvements on that experience in many ways um obviously there's some downsides but like or things I miss but in general it's like oh yeah, I'm kind of settling into this place and these roles in a nice, kind of comfortable way that I can be much more aware of and mm-hmm. I like have the space to think about. Yeah, I think it's funny that your first impression of me was like the structure and the organization because I felt so unstructured <laughs> yeah. in the fall than I ever had. Just having 
any free time on any day that wasn't a Sunday was like completely new to me (laughs) pretty much because it was just so my life revolved around swimming so much and so I feel like I've learned a lot from you all about how to actually enjoy downtime and free time and not have to do something with other people yeah all the time which I think has been a great skill that will do a lot of good in the long run but that was a new concept to me for sure you said that at the beginning of our time that like one of your goals or years maybe this is a new year's resolution was like learning how to be on your own um do you feel like you've achieved that had I been given a choice to approach it differently I would have last fall because I just spent so much time alone in the fall and yeah I think I was having a hard time with the transition and I kind of had like a little bit of an intense summer that I think I didn't fully process I guess I I felt like my spring through summer was so chaotic and full of so many like Mm -hmm. logistics of moving because I did go home I was in Oberlin then I went home then I came back here and like dealing with different changing relationships and things like that that I don't think I processed anything that happened between like March and August until I got here and I think having the space of our house where it is like so comfortable and quiet mm-hmm. and everyone kind of does their own thing a lot it forced me to think about all of those things and approach all those things and that was good but I also think I just had so much time alone like you yeah. all would go to work and I would be here all day by myself Monday through Friday so I think Again, in the long run, I learned a lot from that, and I think it was a good experience like, have to do that on my own, but I wish I would have been eased into it more because (laughs) now I feel like I'm much more capable of... Like, last night, I it was Saturday night, and I cleaned my closet and, like, did some work, and I would never have imagined (laughs) being happy doing that on my own on a Saturday night before. Um, So I feel like I I came around to the place I wanted to be at, but I, I think I would have approached it differently. I could. I feel like that's one of the quintessential parts of our house, which is really funny, is that <laughs> everything we do, even if it's supposed to be like social or, you know, fun, it turns into goals and skill building. And I think we're all similar in that sense, which is really funny. Um, do you all have goals you've been working towards this year or things you're proud of achieving? strange little hobbies that I have become obsessed with for like a month including learning Danish on Duolingo um <laughs> propagating small plants you're sitting next to four pots yeah. of plants that you've propagated exactly and I'm a little worried about several of them but I think it'll be fine um and just stuff like that yeah like learning the fiddle um and doing watercolors or I had a phase of like drawing spheres so um, I'm not sure yeah what that says about like overall peace of mind and like Mm. working on things that matter more but it has been fun (laughs) yeah I would say similarly I had my like weird little projects like my knitting which is still in progress but (laughs) I feel like a partial success I knit a single mitten you know like things like that where also YouTube was my best friend I think the other big one was thanks to the wonderful teachings of Liz Yearsley learning stick shift (laughs) oh yeah that's Um, huge and that was like an actual skill um which is kind of fun and then I think I'm on a more conceptual level kind of entering this year I think I'm not always somebody who like says yes to things like I often like to go my own way and I like to kind of do things on my own terms and like I felt like I made a concerted effort 
when we first started living together to like say yes when somebody wanted yeah. to do something. I learned that from another friend and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace that philosophy. Cool. So that was nice. And then I think just like, yeah, trying to like get in better rhythms of like yeah. going to bed <laughs> at a particular time, things like that, kind of yeah. boring. But it does feel like it's been a nice space for kind of experimentation and yeah, I feel like there have been lots of different phases of yes. our house and I don't even know how to classify them, but every few weeks it's like someone tries something for a week really yeah. concertedly and then it's over and yeah. there's no shame in that. So that's been really fun. I think that it feels like it's a place where you can do those things to me and no one's going to follow up three weeks later and make you feel bad about it. <laughs> What are some of the other kind of quintessential elements or vibes or patterns of our house? What's the fabric of our house made up of? One of the ones that will always stick in my memory is how me and Lucy like usually wake up around the same time or like one of us wakes up a little earlier and we just like basically acknowledge each other often silently and then we like often sit together like usually up here in the loft like three feet away from each other and just like read or potter really quietly or Lucy will like rumble around in the kitchen looking for the AeroPress and stuff like that um, or now like we sit on the porch um and that is really sweet I um yeah we're just little morning companions <laughs> yeah for me it's like locking the doors at night yeah like that whole pattern of like brushing my teeth while I go up and down the back and front stairs to lock them that feels like a real pattern and we hear like yeah yeah and then I think the other one would be also when we have dinner when we have like a meal together I feel like we always you know it's like lovely lovely we talk about our days a lot and then we just end up like sitting in silence and just all like relishing the moment <laughs> just like or just like quiet like you know someone will bring up something new and then we sit with that for a while and then like just start cleaning up but I like that moment too yeah I like that because it does feel like relishing it yeah like it doesn't feel like awkward silence it yeah, feels like true. we're just like happy mm-hmm. and digesting yeah we can't not mention also that the vast majority of our sort of small talk I guess revolves around the people who walk by our house probably we spend the most time talking about that because it is kind of the only thing going on and it does feel very insular in a way that's now nice I feel like our daily patterns sort of touch other people's daily patterns in really funny and really nice ways and so we see the same people walk by every day and the same dogs and kind of get to see other people's patterns of life from our window and we spend a lot of time observing them and talking about them, which I think is just so funny because it's literally the life of, like, an elderly, yeah. nosy neighbor who has nothing else to do. <laughs> which I thought was funny for so long because it's like, look how consistent people are. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all these people doing the same thing every day. And it's like, nope, we're observing them because yeah. we also do not move. Yeah. But it, it's become so comforting and so lovely. Yeah, it's like between 10.30 and 11, it's like, oh, good, a little early on the walk this morning. <laughs> How nice. Oh, it's springtime, like, mm-hmm. that couple who always takes a stroll has changed from their winter jackets. Yeah, like, totally, yeah. Our house is fortuitously situated between two wonderful groups of children, and they're all like 8 or 9 or 10 or 11, and they kind of pull from, like, different neighborhood groups kind of farther afield, and, like, it's kind of this, yeah, changing cast of kids who ring our doorbell, and then bang on our door 
<laughs> at least once a day <laughs> and want us to come play. Like really friends. I would honestly call them friends. They're they're like small, but they are really interesting and cool. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we play and seek, trying to start channeling the energy into weeding um, our garden. Yeah, that's a whole nother routine. And they got chalk for Easter, which was really cute. And they came over and decorated our entire sidewalk. We were the only house yeah. in the neighborhood to have gotten, gotten that treatment. So totally felt very honored. It does feel like kind of an honor. It's, yeah, sometimes the, the doorbell ringing while we're all trying to work and be in Zoom meetings gets a little out of control. But it also is, I don't know, it makes me happy that they feel comfortable yeah. and they want to hang out with us that badly. Like, I don't think anyone has ever in my life wanted to hang out with me so badly that they ring my doorbell eight times and slam on my window. Um, so it's, it's truly a compliment that they want to hang out with these random 20-somethings who are just on our computers all day and they are desperate for us to come play with them. Yeah, so I feel like there are lots of parts of our life that are very consistent in patterns as we've discussed, but what about either living in this house or staying in Oberlin this year has surprised you or has been something that you didn't expect? This year I've been thinking a lot about like what I will remember and I Mm -hmm. always, like I started thinking about that maybe last year, but it has surprised me how important like something I do on a random Saturday that's like different is I feel like those moments they're just so few in the year in the end and like every one of those that can be done is so um like precious <laughs> that's, that's what I think has surprised me kind of which is kind of to say like how little I do but also <laughs> how yeah how valuable each of those things is yeah I don't know, I guess, like, I'm a little surprised how, like, happy I am to stay in this mm-hmm. community and stay yeah. here. Like, I think I was really ready to go in some ways, and, like, in some ways I still am really ready to go, but I've also decided to stay another year, and, like, I'm happy about it, yeah. and I'm happy about getting more time with these people and this place, and there's just, like, so much more to discover around here and do, and that's just so exciting. Like, when you take off all the wonderful things that you can do as a student. And yeah. it's like, okay, those aren't options, so, like, what are all these other wonderful things? And just how many of them there are. Yeah, I think that's been one of the biggest surprises for me, too, is being here this year has really influenced and made me rethink what I want next year and moving forward. Um, because I was so dead set last year on, like, I've been in a small town in Ohio for four years. I really want to move to a big city. And now I'm starting to think about all the things that I would lose if I did that and just how so many of the best times this year, I think partially because of COVID and there's Mm -hmm. not much to do kind of in crowds or in public in any way, but some of the best memories I have from this year are like being outside and in big spaces and just like going out and exploring. Um, And it is fun to see your neighbors every day and feel like you're part of this little community. And yeah, it's definitely made me rethink like what I want moving forward. And I think I am attached to small town life much more than I expect it to be or maybe want to admit that I am. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think I would have felt that way if I didn't stay in Oberlin and had lived here not as a student because it is so vastly different. And like you said, Lucy, there's a whole other set of things that open up to you and also one that closes to you. And I think navigating that has made me realize how much there is to be gained by not living in a giant city somewhere so that's been interesting it's deep to hear you say that because i feel like that's so much the narrative like around covid and like this all these people leaving the city and looking for real estate in small towns so it's interesting to have come about that 
in a different way yeah this moment. what do you think is the best and the worst part about being here this year i am just always annoyed at myself when i like feel like i'm playing it too safe and like being just doing the same thing and like i'm so comfortable and happy here um and just like love this place so much love our street love everything but then i'm just like god i'm young like what am I doing here? <laughs> like, I can so see myself just doing this forever, which is not bad, but I kind of, I don't know, that, that, that's like, it's just so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I think similarly feeling like I haven't taken any risks and like, I'm still in the same place that like I landed when I was 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. 19, like, yeah, that feeling of like not having moved and perhaps not having grown, which is, ridiculous like obviously I've grown massively since coming here but having not having that reflected in like in place or in some kind of movement I think makes it harder to register those changes um but on the positive side uh like really having the time to enjoy being able to walk everywhere yeah has been such a joy um and to bike everywhere and just get at different places on your own it's just like wow this is so amazing and like this is a whole world here and I always knew that but really feeling that and making and feeling like it's more of a choice to do that than a necessity is really lovely yeah I agree like going um to the rivers I love doing and I've gotten to do this year quite a bit which is nice I also think because we sort of knew the ropes of Oberlin already and we were so comfortable here, I think if I had ended up moving somewhere different or, like, starting over in a new place, um, you just kind of, like, hit the ground running and there's so Mm -hmm. much to figure out and there's so many, again, tiny logistical details of, like, where's my new grocery store going to be and where do I do my laundry and what restaurants are around here and all that's fun. But I think that because I stayed here, it gave me time to, like, have a break that I don't think I ever would have given myself or chosen to have where yeah like you said it 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 sometimes feels like you're stuck or not growing but actually because we already were settled into um this place I think it opened up a lot of time for like reflection and yeah just like taking a moment to breathe that I didn't expect to have this year and I think that in retrospect that's a really good thing (laughs) um but I do think it's hard being here too because like you both mentioned I I think my experience as a student and my experience this year is so vastly different and it's Mm -hmm. sometimes hard to like not feel like there's a constant loss of that because it's still all of the same like geographic markers of all of these like fun events and things that aren't possible anymore because of COVID and because we've graduated and I think that that part has, like, I've gotten used to it, but especially at the beginning, that was sad to to feel like kind of like a very small but constant sense of, like, loss or change. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that, too, like, in comparison to our friends or our peers mm-hmm. who are, who, like, also have lost that but mm-hmm. might be, like, totally dislocated now having lost that. Yeah. That this, I think, particularly during a pandemic year, is a really nice, like, halfway point. Yeah. I feel like also students, like myself as a student as well, there's such a narrative of like, 
which is, I think, misguided, but also understandable, of, like, I need to get out of Oberlin. Like, yeah. you know, it's, like, marching, like, oh, I just need to get out of Oberlin. And then you go to Cleveland or the beach or something. Um, and it's, and I think especially last year, like, as seniors, everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to leave Oberlin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I never really felt that super strongly, but it's weird to speak to friends who are elsewhere, and they're, like, kind of full of sympathy that you're still here yeah. a little bit. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, I understand that sympathy, but also it's so... I feel so lucky and like such a, I feel, yeah, so lucky to have gotten to be here this year. I feel like there's a clarification to be made there between like (laughs) wanting to get out of Oberlin permanently and like, I don't want to, yeah, whatever, wanting to move. And then just what Sarah had said, there's like the three month rule where it's like three months here and you just like, you know, you need just a change of scene. Yeah. Um, But I wonder if that's true anywhere, but it's like, I definitely feel it here and I'm hitting my three month mark now and like, I am ready for a little, little trip. Yeah. Just a little, a little couple nights away <laughs> and come back. Yeah. Because um, I feel like that's a very strong feeling. And yeah. The, the one of wanting to leave fully is a little bit more alloyed. Mm. Yeah. Um, I asked this question knowing that I think we all have different <laughs> answers. Is staying here an extra year something you knew you always wanted to do? Or was it something that sort of like fell into place? I sort of wanted to since like my first year <laughs> yeah um and then I had a moment last year being like no I'll go elsewhere blah 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 and then um I just reverted to totally banking <laughs> on this and really um feeling excited about it why were you so sure you wanted to stay from my from first year early. partly because of um seeing other people who had stayed and I don't know I like moved around a lot I think throughout elementary school and like my whole school time and it just felt exciting to um have a long stretch of time here and I loved Oberlin like that first year Mm -hmm. and beyond so much that I was already like feeling like four years would be too little Mm -hmm. yeah I didn't realize until the pandemic hit and I applied for the job really I mean maybe and I can't really remember whether I was thinking about I think I had been thinking about applying for the job since like January Mm -hmm. um but hadn't really been thinking about it in the sense of like, oh my God, you imagine a whole life around it mm-hmm. and kind of everything that that it would mean. And then the pandemic hit, I was like, nope, this is this is the right decision. Like yeah. this makes a lot of sense. Like I want it for like for the job itself and for the place and everything it means. So um, I was coming late to it, I think. I think I had an experience somewhere in the middle where when I became a writing associate, I saw the person who had the position that I have now and like really looked up to her and admired her and was like oh that'd be so cool to do Mm -hmm. but then I think I kind of got stuck in this idea of how people would perceive it if I stayed here for an extra year but then I think I got over that when the pandemic hit and I realized how happy I would be here um yeah and I feel like it was a really great lesson in learning to trust your gut over what you think people expect you to Mm -hmm. do and I'm glad I stayed. <laughs> We've already talked about living together only through a pandemic and how different that is. Um, but we're sort of starting to see, if not the end, the beginning of the return of normalcy. Um, we've all been vaccinated with our first dose. How well do you think we actually know each other? Because we've only ever lived together during a pandemic um, and when our our daily habits are like very confined and constrained. So how well do you think we know each other because of our situation? I think better than we would have otherwise, honestly. 
Yeah. Because I think a lot of them are, like, life habits, like we were talking about. And, like, you, sure, there are things that would change. But I also feel like it's almost, like, a question, like, we can't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my instinct was, I feel like you guys know me great. Like, yeah. I'm not that different outside of a pandemic. But I wonder if you guys would feel like your personalities are, are much different. I definitely feel like I have many versions of myself, like not in a fake way, just in the yeah yeah um, expression of myself. So, yeah, there's that. But it is a very specific and I think deep way of knowing someone if you've spent so much time with them through a big transition and difficult year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's a very specific way of knowing each other, and for not having known each other, or for me not having known you all at all, really before this year. I feel like we've gotten to know each other really much more quickly than like almost any other friendship I've had. Um, But at the same time, I do feel like I kind of have this like whole side of my personality that you Mm -hmm. all haven't really seen because I, my favorite thing is like being in big groups of people and like that's where I really thrive and like I like going to big events. Yeah, I like haven't really gotten to do that. And I, I know we all have that side of ourselves and it's interesting that we haven't really experience that because any almost anywhere we go we go together or (laughs) because it's the only safe thing to do um but yeah I'm excited for it to open up because I feel like that is maybe the like truest part of myself or like being around people and and my relationships with other people is like the most important thing to me in my life and I'm really excited to get to experience that all together more as, as things open up when we just like hang out with the other people who are like kind of our age in town I do feel like we go as a unit and we kind of function in those conversations as a unit yeah (laughs) it's so true and like we end up telling like co-telling stories yeah like like we answer it's like oh no Liz actually does this oh yeah Sarah to be able to tell you it's so weird yeah like a married couple (laughs) it really is that's so true what do you think is going to change as things open up more, if anything, for our house. I think we're going to have more people over. Like, I think we're going to become kind of a hosting unit. A hosting little bit. unit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't want that to be gone. <laughs> I think if we start hosting more people, I feel like we might start getting some of that vibe of like seeing each other more in social situations as like discreet people (laughs) because it's like becomes this kind of outward facing thing of like trying to make other people feel comfortable um and like yeah and creating a space to like bring people into I think change is hard even when it's like in almost every way a good thing we've been living like this for almost a year and it is kind of scary for me it's like I've just hit the threshold of being happy with life as it is, even when we've experienced so much loss, and it feels really normal, and we have never lived our adult lives without a pandemic, and so I'm anticipating, like, sort of another similar wave of, like, frustration and anxiety about, like, having to reform all these habits that I just got used to, even though it's, like, I'm so eager to get back to, like, being able to go to a bar with people after work, or, like, meeting new friends and stuff like that, but... Yeah, any change is is scary. And I think, like, a lot of the things that were hard, like, incredibly hard this year, like, would have been hard anyway. Like, just creating a community and, like, finding people and, like, without the structure of school. 
people are like moving around so much that like, yeah. like you have all these wonderful connections but you don't actually get to like yeah live with them yeah um that yeah there is so much movement and change and like you're figuring so many things out that like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, to- no that's true that? that's true no it definitely like from people who have been out a few years like in the world at large which I you know I maybe it's easy to romanticize but actually they're just yeah like really lonely and unhappy with their jobs and <laughs> paying a lot of money for rent in a city yeah um yeah yeah I think I undervalued stability before this year too and yeah. I was again so eager to like do that and start over and get out there but it's been such a relief to have a sense of stability and I think that we got really lucky with our house too that yeah, I feel we, so like safe and stable here yeah. and yeah it's a, a very like consistent place to be I think which is nice yeah mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite memories that we've had here oh. together <laughs> um I loved seeing you guys open the advent calendar. That was so fun. (laughs) Because I literally would like, like, you know, I would find in in my cupboard um, in Ithaca, um, like honey sticks that had been there for years. And I, (laughs) I like wrapped them nicely, put a number on them. And then you guys would be like, (gasps) you would like wait for me to get home. Um, Like open it, like hold it for like 25 seconds in your hands. Like gently untie the ribbon. It was the most, um, you were the most grateful recipients of any gift I've ever given, so that was really fun. It was one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever received. It really was. Um, Liz yeah. had all of these 48 little gifts, to, or something Almost, around yeah. there. Like, two for each of us, or like sometimes joint gifts, one for each day of Advent, hanging with this beautiful, like, peppermint red and white twisted <laughs> string off this piece of twine that got incredible. strung across our kitchen window, and we could cut them down each day, and just, like, in this dark, dark month of December, <laughs> with Truly. short, short days, we could have these little, little gifts to look forward to that were just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So just like thoughtful and specific, like oh, amazing. I feel like as a house, we're maybe this is a, a self compliment to all of us, but I think we're good at appreciating things and like being appreciative of each other, and like to a point where it's it's sometimes over the top and yeah. funny sometimes. <laughs> um, but I really enjoy that. Some of my favorite memories are things where yeah, I am very much a planner, and I like to have something to look forward to, and then plan very specifically and know how it's going to go. But I feel like we've had so many just beautiful dinners, thanks to you all, um, (laughs) that just come together out of nowhere and, like, we don't really go in with a plan. I feel like as a a unit, we're good at, like, appreciating those things and you all are so good at, like, making something out of uh, something that wasn't a plan before. Like, all of a sudden we'll have homemade pasta and a candlelit dinner and it's just really lovely. Yeah. I think the dinners have been my favorite thing. That's something I really grew up with was like we always had dinner mm-hmm. together. Um and that just didn't exist for me in college with that regularity or like that kind of patience where I don't feel like we have a rush. Like we always just sit there as you say, we have our lovely little silence yeah. <laughs> in the conversation. And having that first on the porch and then in like the end room or the kitchen or wherever just being able to gather around something I think has yeah when it happens planned or when it happens spontaneously it's just like makes it feel so homey and Mm -hmm. so just yeah yeah, makes me feel cared for and Mm -hmm. like I can care for others 
Yeah. What are you looking forward to about the rest of our time here together? <laughs> I feel like this past month or yeah, even just a few weeks we've like been it's just been feeling so lovely. Like as it always has, but just escalating how like precious each moment with you two feels. Aww. So I'm really excited for more of that and more adventures. Yeah, I think because as we were saying when we like first went back on the porch to have a meal and we were like, oh my god, this is where we were in August when we like barely knew each other Mm -hmm. and like it was fine and it wasn't that awkward, but like (laughs) we didn't really know each other. We've come a long way. (laughs) And like to think that, oh, like that was fun. Like I remember August fondly. It was Mm -hmm. not, (laughs) like it was lovely. Um, But to have this to compare it to with like a whole year of like memories and experiences and just like comfort. I'm looking forward to just really settling into yeah. that. And it is so bittersweet. Because, I don't know, yeah. maybe laugh, Sarah said a couple of weeks ago. She's like, it's spring always feels like everything's coming to an end. I It's like the saddest time of year for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Counter to common knowledge, but yeah, I really yeah, agree. I just want to, like, capture it. Like, these mornings have been so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does feel kind of all metaphorical, though. Like, everything's blooming and coming back to life, and everyone's getting vaccinated. Hopefully, COVID's going to be more under control, and, like, we're kind of moving on to the next thing, whether it's staying here for Lucy or Mm -hmm. leaving for us. But it's, yeah, it's all converging in, like, a very kind of theatrical way that makes it, like, (laughs) really beautiful, but also, yeah, sad and bittersweet. I'm really excited to, like, meet at a bar in 10 years. I think that'll be so <laughs> fun. Like, uh, this is a weird situation. We we have a really, like, um, once-in-a-lifetime relationship with each other, which is so cool. In past years, my favorite memories have been of big adventures and getting out into the world. This year is different. Instead of packed concerts in new cities, I'm going to remember snatches of fiddle music drifting down the hall, perfect Ohio sunsets observed from our porch, freshly made pasta draped over our laundry rack and kitchen chairs, and, of course, window watching from our loft every hour of day and night as the leaves slowly changed, then dropped, then regrew. When I first got here, I would see all the people pass by our house on their way to unknown destinations, and I would miss the time when my own life felt like a pinball game of activities, places, and obligations. I still miss that. But thanks to Liz and Lucy, I've also come to really love this time we're in now. We will sit together in our after-dinner silence, watching candle wax drip lazily onto the table and streetlight pool on the pavement outside. In these moments, I find myself feeling something I haven't experienced in a long time. The peace of not wanting to be anywhere else. Of knowing I am exactly where I belong.